people with the internet how do i'm the acting guy this is the acting show it's time to get those seconds out for round two with captain jay spaulding Captain J. Hi. How you been? I'm good, yeah. I'm alright. Been up to anything special? Nah, not really. Watching the world burn, you know, usual. And a lot has changed since we last spoke on this show. It, it's new Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. New ruler of the um, country. Yeah, well, yeah, new monarch. Monarch. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Twat. Twat in the yeah, crown. Yeah, new, new um, entitled Toff. In charge of state openings and such. So uh, a couple of weeks back, Punk mentioned you on the show uh, for giving advice for Elden Ring. So you're playing uh, that cool. game. Yeah, I, 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 I'm dipping in and out of his despair on the podcast because it's quite funny because I've obviously I completed that game many many times now. I think I'm on my seventh or eighth playthrough, so I know his pain. Um, and the boss that he was most upset about most recently. It was actually I found it harder to get to her than it is to actually fight her once you suss like when you figure out like her shtick. But it can be quite uh, frustrating if you've got the wrong build or if you're not quite with the right strategy because she is a pain in the ass. But I don't think she's the worst of the bosses. As I mean nothing to anyone who hasn't played Elden Ring, but it was millennia <laughs> basically. So pick a game you'd be happy to stream constantly that I can do a show with you on for streaming. Because we did mention oh. me possibly getting you on to do a show like that. Probably uh, won't because you know it's too much effort. But it sounds like work. You have to get Twitch <laughs> and everything. Um, yeah, I don't know. Something kind of I could stream. This that's that's a tricky one because I play lots of different games. I, I would probably be good with any sort of the Dark Souls or Elden Ring games because I've been just playing for all of them anyway. Um, maybe. Even the Yakuza series, that's quite fun. You can do that. They can do like a play along a Yakuza because I play those. And I'm, I really enjoy them. But then inevitably, at some point in the story, you have to do the uh, play alongs where you get to be a 14-year-old pop idol. And it's just so fucking wrong for me. It's so uncomfortable. I'm sitting there with my wife behind me, watching me play like these rhythm games while the, the, an avatar of a 14-year-old girl is dancing to J-pop. And trying to explain away that I can't skip it. It's part of the story, love. It's not as weird as it looks, I promise. That was a bit like when I was playing Grand Theft Auto a couple of years back and Jane walked in while we were doing the sex scene bit, like the cut scene. And I was yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's part of the game. She's like, yeah. Yeah, it's part of the game. I'm, I'm, I don't even want to play this bit. Yeah, sure. Also, yeah. why is your knob out? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just weird because this, and, and then what's even more like disturbing for me is after playing those games a few times, I actually start to like the songs because they, they're, they're, they're like fucking earworms. They get into your head and they're super catchy, like all J pop is. And even though I don't like it, I'll just be sitting there working and then you find yourself humming a tune. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm humming J, like humming, humming that song. Even worse than that, though, there's a whole part in one of them. I think it was um, Yakuza Kiwami 2, one of those. You have to um, basically you you play the part of a manager for a, um, a hostess bar. So you have to like flirt with customers and get them to spend money and make them look sexier. And then like it, what the last one, I think you actually run a, what they call in Japan a soap house, which is basically Ooh, kind of yeah. like a brothel where they wank you off in a bath. <laughs> and you have, to, you have to run one of those and that's an awkward conversation to have with my wife was like what are you playing and like it's really it's actually really good uh political and social commentary on japanese society based in soap land <laughs> yeah and then, but it just happens to be set in a soap land for this minute <laughs> it, it, so yeah we could do that just to live my uncomfortable moments speaking of games what happened last time you were on this one uh, I got locked in, yeah, I got locked in space with Bezos and fucking uh, what's his face, Ransom. Richard Branson. Yep, as well as those two, you're the captain of the ship called Dog, sponsored by Brewdog. Uh, yeah, ship I dog. regret that. <laughs> I 
regret that given recent um, events with that particular have, company. Have you not been to the giant bar that's sliding? You know, because grown adults like sliding their bars now. No, uh, is that the one at Waterloo? No. Yeah, that's the one. The, one, the thing is, that was a great bar because they've taken over what was the firehouse, basically. Oh, it's a firehouse. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Been there a few times. But yeah, now I think it, but I'm pretty sure I haven't been there, but I saw the external shots of Brudel. It looks like the old firehouse, basically. But I could be wrong because I haven't been to that one. There's a big one up by Temple as well. There's a big Brewdog pub. I haven't been in either of them because I haven't got £900 of spare at the moment. Yeah. I mean, there's no more Weatherspoons in London. So running out of options for pubs. Yeah. Well, are they showing all the London ones? Uh, most of the outskirts. I think some of the central ones are staying. And they shut like 36 of them, which yeah. is fine because, like, honestly, fuck all Weatherspoons and fuck Tim Martin entirely. Red faced goon. Yep, and you have an AI system that looks like Matthew Hornis's comedy creation, Garth Marenghi. Happy with Excellent. that one? I'm sticking with that because he's got a new book coming out in, uh, next month. Yep, uh, Terror Tome. Actually, November, a hardback, ebook, and audiobook. Yeah, from all I've good got, retailers. I've already bought both. I've got the ebook and the audiobook. Yeah, and you wanted to take with you a musty library of books, all of the porn, your Randy Rhodes mm-hmm. Jackson guitar, your cats, cheese, all of them. Mm-hmm. And an allotment for veg to make your own hot sauce. Uh, you wanted to take all that, but you got your cats. I think I ended up with porn. Oh, cats. I even gave up the porn. That's what a nice cat owner I am. Yep. Yeah, you gave up all the porn in the last uh, thing because Ransom and Bezos took your loading bay. Are you happy with that? You, you've got your cats, Branson and Bezos. Bezos. Well, yeah, one of them's getting fucked. You can ask, what was the first week like, like aboard the dog? Um, yeah, it was tense, to be honest, because billionaires turned out quite irritating. A little bit more irritating than the cats. Yeah, cats finest run about. It's particularly funny because one of mine's basically blind and he's in an unfamiliar spaceship, so that was interesting. So your ship is figuring out you need a bit of company that isn't a millionaire fuckwit. So it's letting you crack open four of the clones to make into what you wish. So you've got four clones. Who do you want to spend time with? Oh, well, wow. Um, I mean, the correct answer is going to be my wife in there, but she doesn't listen, so fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Should I just put Uh, Sasha Gray in now? (laughs) uh, Four of them, please. (laughs) For when I wear the other ones out. Um, no, honestly, because it's, it's I need something to counteract the fact you've got Basos and um, Branson on there. So I'm, I'm going to have to have someone interesting to talk to for when I'm not fucking free Sasha Grace. Uh, honestly, yeah, I reckon I, it's kind of a cliched answer, but I reckon I'd like to have like Stephen Fry on there because he can keep me entertained. He's funny. He's charming. If I get bored of normal sex, I'm sure he'd give me a cuddle. If I ask nicely. Yeah, he seemed like a very loving person, kind of. Yeah, he seems like it'd be fun to be stuck in space with. Or he's ready with a quip or a, a bit of information you never knew you needed. Yeah, yeah, give me some random bits of shit and he can just be annoyed at me as like Alan Davis him. Sort of <laughs> just being an moron. Did you know he didn't actually have any um, any researchers on that show? He actually knows all that off by heart. Yeah, <laughs> I know. He's a fucking genius, that guy. He's super smart. He's very... Um, interesting so yeah i'll take stephen fry simply because i'm a realist and i can't be stuck in space with six men i'm gonna to have to put a woman in there and I'm not 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 one just for sexy times because you know i'm a i'm a modern woke gentleman um you can hope for sexy times but you know maybe it won't happen yeah it's probably not gonna <laughs> i mean i wouldn't fuck me let alone expect anyone else to yeah, so wow, who could, fuck? It's very hard to be put on the spot for four people that like. I mean, you could go the route because it's like clones that you're designing, and you can go anyway. So it's not like you have to stick to the gender roles we have now. We can have a female version of Stephen Fry, for example, or a female version of a male person. Yeah, but the, that kind the, of mix. They up. tried that on QI, and it didn't work. <laughs> not gonna take Sandy Toshvik then. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Sandy Toshvik's fine, but she's not. As charming as Stephen Fry, shall we say? Mm. And that's a shtick, but you know, uh, yeah, Ali Wong, I think, would be good. She'd be nice and funny and interesting and cool. So we've got Stephen Fry and Ali Wong. 
Um, I'm going to have to put a fuck toy in at some point. I know. don't have to. <laughs> yeah, I am. Of course I am. Um, well, you did want all the porn, so yeah. Yeah, and I didn't get you that. You are a deviant. Yeah, of course I am. I'm male. Um, yeah, I don't know. Sasha's grey's fine, but nah. You know, like you're trying to think of like your most recent um, kind of fantasies, and it's like my entire life just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> so oh, much yeah. porn. So much porn. Um, oh, I can't try to remember her fucking name. She looks like she'd be fun to be stuck in space with. Uh, Sarah Vandella. She's coming to space with me. Do I need to Google that? I would, yeah. Make sure you got a fucking safe search turned off. Oh, uh, yeah. I've ruined that this week anyway. So. Oh, don't don't search for Sarah Vandella at work, gentlemen. Or, or ladies. Sarah Vandella, Ali Wong, Stephen Fry. And yeah, your and last then, choice. Last choice. So I wouldn't mind... Like A bit of me would like, again, because they're like a lot in common and I find them interesting, I'd say Ricky Gervais, but then I know I'd get really irritated with him eventually. <laughs> I really like him and he's funny and stuff, but I know he'd get on my tits at some point and vice versa, almost certainly. Yeah, he does seem a bit condescending these days and kind of... mm. Yeah, sooner or later, one of us would get the ump. So, fourth. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to take you, buddy. I'm going to take an actual friend to space with me, so I'll get a clone of you. Oh, okay. Clone of me. And I'll let you have a comment, Sarah Vandella, every now and then. does look rather nice. Yeah, well, just, just been googling. She's a trooper. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> Dear Lord. So you got <laughs> Stephen Fry, Ali Wong, Sarah Vandella, and me. Yay! You know what happens next, don't you? Uh, yeah, I've got to lose one of you. <laughs> well, there's no alarm this week. That we've got this instead. Find out what that means after this break. Okay, got anything to plug? No, not really. I, I certainly can't mention the company I work for and I'm not doing anything in the arts or media world anymore, so no. Great. So that, that's the All Japan Wrestling theme. And it means ah, we're going to have awesome. a bit of a fight. Cool. What's happening on ship is that uh, your two stowaways have got into the clone system and brought to life four clones of their own. But all these clones were suggested by Twitter. <laughs> and they were put on a wheel of people we'd like to have a bare-knuckle, no-holds-barred cage fight with. Oh, that's what so, this was in aid of, was it? Yep. Oh, awesome. So we have the wheel of people we'd like to punch in the face. <laughs> on this wheel, we have uh, binge movies uh, said Clyde from Any Which Way But Loose. The orangutan. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. It ripped my arms off. <laughs> The fucking orangutan. Cult connections. Uh, they said Grifty podcast Grift. We know who that... we mean. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't. I'm not of this world, but I can take a guess of the general type. Uh, just, just, just think someone who wants to be Kevin Smith. Oh, okay. With, with a gun. Okay. <laughs> Rob Jones uh, posted a picture of uh, Buster Keaton and said he, I'd be the best second place he'd ever been, or he'd ever seen. Sorry. I'm not too sure what that means, but Buster Keaton's in there. <laughs> okay, what, what Buster Keaton in his prime or Buster Keaton now? Because I reckon I've got a good chance against a dead man. <laughs> it is prime. Oh, fuck. Brad Boner said uh, Sidney Crosby. I don't actually know who Sidney Crosby is. A Canadian ice hockey player. Uh, something about his face makes me want to punch it. He plays for the Pittsburgh Penguins, and uh, he's got a couple of extra points because he's a hard bastard. Yeah, of course he has. He's a Canadian ice hockey player. <laughs> you might as well just put a murderer in there with skates. They're all nutters. Binge look is Canadian as well, so... Wait, so yeah, so it'd be nice while he punches the shit out of you. It'd be really polite. Sorry about that. So, oh, sorry, sorry about, about that. Sorry about that, Eddie. <laughs> Binge Lord Dan said, all I can think of are people I'd want to hurt, so probably shouldn't answer. Uh, so that's a free choice for you. Okay. <laughs> if that pops up. Be there with Belson, Gavin and Dan. Uh, Gavin said he'd like to batter Nigel Farage. To be honest, I'm hoping I roll up on him. I would love to give that frog face racist a pasting. That would be so good. Um, I mean, in Dan, real life. Yeah, so would I. 
And Dan said I'd give Drake a good going over. Oh, Drake, is that the, the music guy? Yeah, music guy. We'll go with that. Well, actually, is that the meme that everyone uses? It's <laughs> the only thing I know about Drake is he's basically a meme. Yeah, I'm too sure which one he is. It's just is that meme music. where it's like the dude doing the, oh, don't like that face, option A, and you get free money. Oh, happy face. It's that meme. It's a dude in a, like an orange boiler jacket or something. Oh, that's, that's Drake. Okay. I'm pretty um, sure that's Drake. That's all I know of Drake. <laughs> they also put in Ed Sheeran, Harry Kane, and Jim Davidson. Oh, Jim Davidson. Oh, I, I would love. I've mentioned to, far too much on our show. I would love to kick his head in on just for the fucking having to deal with that prick my entire childhood because my parents were both huge fans. And not, yeah. not the snooker program either, like his actual comedy. Cinderella, VHS. Yeah, had had that Puss in Boots, whatever the fuck he did, like his actual stand-up, which is just racism. Yeah. Randall Parker from Randall Parker's Film Club uh, said, Stephen Hawkins. Oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's Randy, though. <laughs> he's just, he's, that's, he's wrong. mean. The thing is, I'm not even sure I could take him. He's me he's mechanised. He <laughs> might, might turn into a fucking Gundam. Draw that now. Okay, <laughs> Joe from Hallmark yeah, a Great Said. Cartoon idea for you now, like <laughs> Stephen Hawking Gundam. Joe from Hallmark a Great Said. Uh, I reckon I could take Piers Gammon Morgan in the fights, but it'd also be like punching bread, though, admittedly, and he'd probably absorb my hands like a like a mimic. Yeah, like, or like Sandman from Spider Man. Riley's in there again. They said DSP. That's Dark Side Phil. Um, if you can look him up online, there's a couple of videos about him. Uh, he's a YouTuber, best known for his live commentary on his video game playthroughs and his controversial masturbation incident. Okay. That's not one I'm going to Google on the work computer. <laughs> <laughs> on Second Watch Podcast, said Ezra Miller. Yeah. That, that person is um, troubled. Lee Carpenter said Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah, that would be really fun. I'd just grab him by his little bow tie and smash 10 bells of shit out of him. That'd be pretty <laughs> great, actually. Mono Rant said anyone off ancient aliens. So we're going to go Giorgio <laughs> A. Succo Carlos? Su uh, yeah. okay. Yep, he's in There's that. loads of silent letters in that name. <laughs> it's, Greek. it's a Greek name. There's loads of letters you don't need. Yep, uh, Fiendish Fitz said at the moment, John Hamm. Uh, yeah, but it's actually this Twitter thing that I discovered John Hamm is not as cool as I thought he was. Yeah, he, he did like send me a link about him abusing somebody in college and it's like, or university. And it's like, yeah, it's a bit scummy. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd not heard anything bad about him before that. And then I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because he seemed yeah. like an all right guy, but all I, all I knew is he seemed all right and had a massive hog. That's what I've ever heard about him. He's, yeah, he's quite nice. Massive cock. Yeah. Bear O'Hare said Morgan Wallen. Nope. He's a loudmouth American racist with a country singing career. Very punchable yeah. face and breakable bones. So uh, country singer then. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just cut that down. Diabolical Pod said um, someone I'd have a fair chance of beating, Dame Maggie Smith. Oh. <laughs> Maggie's lovely. <laughs> and on Instagram, uh, Mark H is Monster666 uh, said, Tinky Winky or any of the other three fucked up trippy TV nightmares that still haunt him. So Tinky Winky's in there, the purple one uh, from the Tully Tuppies. I'd say I don't want to fight Tinky Winky simply because he's he gave me my favourite big train moment, <laughs> which is Mark Heap as Ming the Merciless watching um, the... the, the watching the show the Teletubbies and just singing the theme tune but with the names all wrong <laughs> still, I still love that to the day to this day I was, uh, me and my wife joke about it like Tinky Winky Dipsy La La Pooh <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous Ming the Merciless just sitting there baked watching fucking Teletubbies and the final one That's on the list trend, ladies and gentlemen if you haven't watched it please do it's great and the final one on the list, my contribution, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. So he'd probably fell up into a ball in the corner at the fault of physical conflict, whimpering about the tolerant left. Yeah, he would. And it'd be really ironic because he, he, I think he carries himself like a bit of a misogynistic dude, bro. But I think he would crumble at the first strike. 
just what, like a nice straight right just a nice straight right to the solar plexus and i think it just fold up like a fucking deck chair yep so let's spin that wheel while those options are on it okay your first clone going against stephen fry oh come on damn it oh no john ham and he has a plus yeah. five because he's a dick yeah. oh we that would have been brilliant we almost had stephen fry versus pierce morgan <laughs> that was like a millimeter away next contestant against ali wong they're brilliant i reckon ali wong could fucking ruin him nigel farage It'd be extra good because she's Asian and he's racist, so it'd be a really good fight. Clone number three. Ezra Miller. Okay. Gonna check him for foreign objects. Ezra Miller versus Sarah Vandella. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be so fun. <laughs> and the last one against me. Oh yeah. Amazingly. What? All I'm sorry, let's hope it's not fucking. <laughs> <Mike> <laughs> <Smith. his> face. <laughs> Sydney Crosby, plus five. I've got the ice hockey player. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, it's a shame we weren't in there. Imagine there was a, what's his, what was his name? The fighter that you fought? Paul Daly. Paul, da Paul Dynamite Daly, yeah. Imagine if it, that would have been, been him versus you to rematch in space. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> actually i would do that again it was fun <laughs> yeah well and like maybe like brazos gives you money for it because they've got loads so yep dog figuring you'd be pissed at this turn of events is turn the extra cargo bay that you weren't using one of the five <laughs> and turn it into a mini backyard cage fighting arena it's your clones nice. versus them so the rules of this contest each combatant has 20 points minus or plus whatever was on the board so you've got john hammond Sidney crosby at 25 points no damn each fight will have three rounds of questions. Get one correct and you roll a d20. Obviously, when you get more than their point total, you get a fatality. Okay. Get it wrong and we roll a d12. And well, your clone dies if they run out of points, just like this. And you get stuck with the other person. Okay. I, this sounds like Dungeons and Dragons. I've heard of Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not that complicated. I've seen Stranger <laughs> Things. Speaking of, we'll get that later. Uh -huh. The subject for each fight, fucking, drinking, fighting, and rock and roll. Yeah. So, that's that's actually the um, the title of Russell Crowe's autobiography. So which fight do you want to do first? You want to go in order of the choosing now? Yeah, let's, let's go in as we got them. Okay, so Stephen Fry versus John Hamm. Oof. It'll be a tough one. The whip versus the love sausage. <laughs> and the first round is sex questions. Not just any sex questions. This is porno sex questions. Uh oh. I better make sure the wife definitely doesn't listen to this one. <laughs> Porn terminology. We all know what a DP, mm. ATM, BBW, and a DPDA are. No. But what is sounding? That is sounding. Sounding. Is it the slapping sound an ass makes during sex while in a doggy position? A scene that starts with a flaccid penis. The inserting of something into urethra, urethra, yeah. or fart porn. <laughs> uh, see, I thought it was going to be like, sorry, ladies, you know, in, in certain <laughs> scenes that you might sometimes see when when they get like they get in a blowjob and they do that thing with their penises that makes the chicks go like that pop it. I thought that might be sounding. Yeah. Like. Um, I can't be farting. That's too too obvious. But I don't want it to be down the pee hole. <laughs> that would that would have been a very different David Frost show as well, but through the pee hole. Name of the show, ladies and gentlemen, down the pee hole. Who lives in a house like this? Um, that's a very bad Lloyd Grossman impression for anyone under forty. <laughs> Um, sounding, no, uh, <laughs> listen to this show, yeah. Is that oh, I can't be farting. Is it the flaccid penis thing? You know, I've never heard that's one of the few terms I've never heard. Yeah, sounding, scene that starts with a flaccid penis, incorrect. Bold, it is actually the inserting of something into the urethra. Uh, it is down the pee hole. 
Why? So D12 gets rolled. Eight. Eight. John oh. Ham gives Stephen Fry a nice elbow to the John face. John Ham didn't just give Stephen Fry a sounding, did he? <laughs> <laughs> just, just a straight elbow to the face. Dirty fighter. Oh. Round two. What does the term shribbing mean? Oh, for fuck's sake. Shribbing. Is it penetration with a foreign object? When two women rub the vaginas together in a scissor position, sex while wearing a prophylactic, or gagging. Well, the 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 the, the fanny rub is scissoring, so I'm pretty sure it's not scissoring. What was the first one again? Penetration with a foreign object. And uh, is it is it the prophylactic? Is it like fucking with a condom on? Sex while wearing a prophylactic. Yeah. Incorrect. Bollocks. It's when two women rub the vaginas together in a scissor no, it position. Isn't. A scissoring. It's tribbing, apparently. I, I inquest. <laughs> so Stephen Fry is on his knees after that elbow, and John Ham follows it up with a stomp to the head. He's got a four there. God damn it! I'm just still reading from the fact that Stephen Fry is on his knees in front of John Ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Stephen Fry would be disappointed. <laughs> Well, he's 12 points down. He's only got eight left in the tank. And John Hamm is, is perfectly healthy and actually can't be killed at this point in time. He could um, possibly lose, though, on points in this final round. In 2019, Pornhub released a load of stats about the site in terms of how many visits and terms used to find grot. The top five searches for the year were Korean, MILF, lesbian, hentai, and Japanese. Mm. Now, the Asda of porn sites, X-Hamster, also released their top terms <laughs> of the year. What was their top term for the year 2019? Was it teen, Japanese, mum, or Japanese mum? <laughs> Before I answer that question, can I just ask how you got my browser history? <laughs> Um, it's oh, Hamster is, <laughs> is terrible. It is the Asda of porn. I like that. So it's more of the pound shop, to be fair. I don't know. Um, that's spank bang, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I haven't been to that for a long time. Um, I feel like it might be Japanese mum. Yeah, we're Japanese mum. Reluctantly. Incorrect. God damn it. It is just mum. Oh, mum. So Stephen Fry is on the ground. John Hamm is about to deliver a killer blow. He's gone up to the top rope. He's dropping the elbow and just takes a glancing blow on Stephen Fry with a one. Missed the elbow. So Fry rolled out the way. Yeah, got out of most of the damage there. So Stephen Fry is is lost that match, but he's in bad shape. So Fry, Fry just rolled to the outside and took the count out. He's uh, done he, the flare ending. He lost on points on that one. So next fight... Ali Wong versus Nigel Farage. <laughs> oh, I've just got to do this to just for everyone that hates racists. Yeah. So next lot of questions. Rock and roll. Okay. You like that band that was featured in Stranger Things, don't you? Metallica. I, I did. <laughs> it feels like a dirty thing to admit now. I was quite the fan, yes. As of 2022, put these albums in order of sales, starting from the lowest to the highest. Oh, God. Now you get two shots at this one. Mm -hmm. So the albums are And Justice for All, Load, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, and Metallica, always known as the Black Album. Hold on, Master, I can't write that quick. <laughs> Master of Puppets. So we've got Justice, Load, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning. Oh, Ride Lightning. And the Black Album. It's like the cover is so black, it's like you can see yourself in it. I'm glad you didn't do any of the shit ones. <laughs> oh, well these are the top five selling albums from Metallica apparently overall so give us your number five uh, what worst selling uh, lowest uh, selling what's that lowest selling uh, lowest five. selling so I think purely because of um, when it was as well I think it was Ride the Lightning was their lowest sales okay number four Master of Puppets and that, that is, has no bearing on which is the better album, by the way. 
because so far those two are the are the best albums. Okay. Number three. And Justice for All. Or for anyone that actually likes bass, try and find And Justice for Jason if you can. Yeah, if someone great. just put bass on it so you can actually hear the fucking thing. Number two. Um, load. And number one, obviously, the black album you're going with. Because that's like the biggest selling metal album for forever, as I remember it. The 12 million plus units, I think it was. Okay, this is in 2022, so it's overall. Oh, it's not at the time, so this could be retrospective. Oh, yeah. This is like overall, as of 2022. Balls. You got oh. one correct out of that lot. Can you guess which one? Uh, it's probably not even black, <laughs> black album, is it? Ah, uh, no. Uh, I haven't factored in the fucking Stranger Things. Hmm. So you got one correct. I'll give you the one it was correct. It was the Black Album, number one. That was, 40, okay. 48.5 million currently. Fucking hell. Yeah. I remember it's 12-something when it come out, because it, it, it was the first metal album to go, like, double platinum or something. Hmm. And I um, Back in Black from ACDC is the second biggest selling album of all time. Yeah. That's on 66,000 or 66 million. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's amazing that it's that's like, the second biggest after Thriller. That is, did, uh, but do they do they count that U2 album that everyone got for free with the iPhone like 20 years ago? <laughs> they must I have did, shifted did, some units. It didn't sell though, did it? Just well, given away. Technically, yeah. You, and, and you couldn't even give the fucker away because everyone deleted it immediately. I did. <laughs> um, okay, so Black Album is number one. Yep. So I'm probably going to put Master of Puppets at number two. Just, uh, load at three. Justice at four and Lightning at five. Again, nothing to do with how good they are. Just trying to figure out how young people have got into them because it's presumably younger people at this point influencing sales. Fuck off. Out again. It is uh, so Black Album number one, 48.5 million. Number five was Load, 13.5 million. That's the shittest album. Ride the Lightning, 15.8 million. That deserves sales. Third, Master of Puppets, 18.5 million. And number two, And Justice for All, 19.9 million albums. Oh, wow. So That's Nigel... good. That means that the first three or first four albums because you obviously kill them all's not on the list at least mm. the, the, the the subsequent three albums have done well because they were the best okay nigel farage has uh, done a sneaky one he's not even waiting for the bell to ring and he's attacking ali wong <laughs> with his weak ass punches he's got a two <laughs> <laughs> that's probably quite accurate though. <laughs> I, I bet he punches like he's got broken wrists <laughs> round two in 1989, the Grammys introduced a new category, Best Hard Rock Slash Heavy Metal Recording. Who beat Metallica's effort and Justice for All that year? Was it Jane's Addiction, Iggy Pop, Ugly Kid Joe, or Jeffro Toll? See, all of them are plausible as well. That's what's the annoying thing. Because Jeffro Toll is like more retro shit, but you, you never know with these fucking things. Um, yeah, with the Grammys, I'll... you know. 89. Oh, there's two that are really in the fucking running there. Because it could be either or for me. Ukraine. <laughs> I'm going to go with Ugly Kid Joe. Ugly Kid Joe. Fuck it. Jeffro Toll. Fuck off. I thought that was going to be too obviously a joke answer. <laughs> oh, so taking the advantage of that first one, Ali Wong is still out of it a little bit. Nigel Farage sneaking up behind her. I'm so bad at these games. And yeah, not bad. He he taking advantage there. Number five, kicked her in the spine. So he's still fairly weak. Yeah, still still fairly weak, but you know, kicked her in the spine, taking it out of her, taking the window out of ourselves. It's all down to the last round again. Your guys are taking a kick in. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I'm just hoping Sarah Mandela does well. On around. Who is credited as playing bass on St. Anger? Credited. Yeah. Is it Jason Newstead? Robert Trujillo? Yes, I definitely got that name wrong. Bob Rock? Trujillo. Trujillo. Or no one? Uh, see, this is the bastard, because I know who played, 
but I don't know if the fucking cunts credited him. What was what was the third one? Because I'd, I'd missed it. Bob Rock. Bob Rock. Oh, that cunt. See, I, I don't like you do this to me. Because I don't know if this is a trick question or not. Bob Rock. The same Bob Rock? Because I think they were still searching for a bass player around that time. Bollocks. Was it Trujillo? Bob Rock played on it, but was uncredited. St. Anger and Metallica was officially a trio. Yeah. See, that's, tr- that's, that's tricky because I, I know that Bob Rock played bass on it and I know so did Trujillo at the end because that was when they were doing the fucking auditions because that's when Some Kind of Monster was made, which is the worst, best documentary ever. <laughs> so Nigel Farage can't lose this one. He's doing a victory lap around the ring already. Ali so Wong goes to punch him and she he just, no, he ducks out of a punch. Clubs her on the back. <laughs> Takes it completely out of her though. She stumbles over, hits the ropes onto her throat. He's out of it completely. That's a nine. God damn it. She's not dead, though, is she? She's just out. Yeah, she's just lost. So no death match yet. So Stephen Fry and Ali Wong on the injury list. <laughs> Can't fight for another couple of months. God damn it. This starts to feel like that George, this starts to feel like that George A. Masvidal fight. <laughs> Sarah Randella versus Ezra Miller. Tough fight. Whoever wins, the, whoever loses, the crowd wins. <laughs> so next up, none of that fake fighting luck. Doing proper bro fighting with some UFC questions. Serious oh, business. God. Serious, serious fighting business, right? Serious face on? You got your serious face on? Yep. Which of these isn't a real fighter's nickname? Harry. Black rib nobbler, <laughs> sexual chocolate, or the ginger with intent to injure. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's so good. <laughs> so, which of those isn't a real fighter nickname? I I, I can't imagine Bruce Buffer <laughs> saying <laughs> black rib nobbler. <laughs> so I've got to go with Black Rib Nobbler. Black Rib Nobbler. Correct. That is a, that. a line. Imagine that. <laughs> yep. Harry's uh, Dakota Bush. Okay. So Dakota, Harry Bush. Yep. Sexual chocolate was John Jones pre UFC. Yes. And Rick Pfeiffer is the ginger with intent to injure. Yeah, see, that makes sense. Sarah Vandela's shot out of the corner of a. Uh, Oh, hey, Master Val type knee. Onto Ezra Miller. Oh, oh, he's wow. down. He's almost out. That's 17. She, she, fuck Jorge Masvidal. He just hit him with a Vonda, though. <laughs> he's rocked. Second round. Which of these names isn't a real fighter's nickname? <laughs> God damn it. The Cheesecake Assassin. The Pink Pounder. <laughs> Jizz bomber <laughs> or the flying cockroach? The flying cockroach. Sorry, I, I kind of want to watch the pink pounder versus Sarah <laughs> Vandella now. I'm pretty sure that's a YouTube video <laughs> or Pornhub video. Uh, there can't be, it can't, there can't be a jizz lobber or whatever the fuck. Jizz bomber. You can't have a jizz bomber. That, that also sounds like. One of those, like a finishing move in one of those sexy Japanese wrestling porn things. You can't imagine does it let Lenny Lenny Hart doing that as a pride entrance. That would actually be fucking amazing though. It does correct. Yeah, you can't call it you can get away with the other ones, but you can't have jizz in your nickname unless you're in porn. You just can't. So, Cheesecake Assassin was Danny Miller, Pink Pounder, Logan Clark, and the Flying Cockroach was Kuki Alvarez. So, yeah, I've heard of the cockroach. So, after that flying knee start, Sarah Vandela, Ezra Miller's completely out of it. She just saunters up to him and completely fucking annihilates him with a 13. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ezra honest, Miller I'm... is dead. Stone fair, dead. I think just done Warner Brothers a massive favor. <laughs> <laughs> They can finally release that fucking Flash movie. Ezra Miller, completely annihilated, dead on the floor. 
Sarah Vandella just celebrating by flashing the crowd. Mm -hmm. Have you seen that video yet? What, her flashing a crowd? No, the bare knuckle boxing match. With no. The, she, she won the fight. I can't remember the name of the fight, but she just got up in the crowd, uh, the ring corner and flashed the crowd. Nice. Great. Uh, round three would be more fighters' nicknames. Do you want to do it just for laughs? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, do you know what upsets me? I've got these. I've been better at these than Metallica <laughs> albums. <laughs> That's quite upsetting. So, round three uh, would have been the Hobag, the King and Rock, the King of Rock and Rumble, the Naked Man, or the Ass Assin. Well, again, Sasha Gray is the Ass Assin. <laughs> Check out Pirates and Pirates Two. There's Pirates too, actually, yeah. Because you with the um, assassin. Not a real name. No. There can't be a there can't be a fight called the Hoberg, surely. There is a fight called the Hobag. Joseph Bochneck was the Hobag. The king of rock and rumble is uh, Elvis Sinosic. He's an old pride guy, isn't he? That's yeah. anyone I know on this one, less apart from John Jones. And uh, the naked man, Jorge Ortiz. Damn it. So successful in that one. Oh well, I've already I've already killed Ezra Miller, so it's fine. <laughs> and Sarah Vandella's won and inhaled to the crowd. Google it. Well, now. <laughs> well, no, probably not if you want to finish the quiz. <laughs> so final final match. You've got me versus Sidney Crosby. Okay, I've got to do this for do this for the friends. That's a tough Canadian ice hockey player. And yeah. it's drinking questions. The irony of this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, that you don't drink anymore. Yep. And this, show's coming, <laughs> this show's coming out on oh, the year anniversary of me being sober, which is okay. fun. Congratulations. Yay. Round of applause for Dean, for <laughs> F King Guy. So round one. Hello, Woody. <laughs> round one. Uh, it's a bit of a hangover from the last round. Which of these isn't the real beer name, but being sold somewhere in the world? <laughs> Rudolph have a lot of art to answer for these gimmick names, right? But face amber. But face amber. We're gonna need a bigger cucumber. <clears throat> fucking beer is... in it. <laughs> fucking beer in it. <laughs> Ryan and the Gosling. Uh so firstly, I'm I'm pretty sure I've had Ryan and the Gosling because if I remember correctly, it's a ghost. It's spelt G-O-E-S-L-I-N-G. It's like a sour beer. So I'm pretty sure that one exists. <laughs> uh, it's fucking beer, isn't it? It's too obvious. Correct. Is that fucking beer in it? I mean, it's it's plausible. Yeah, definitely plausible. Have a little bit of a interference on the microphone for the cat joining me. I just can't imagine Beaver Town, especially now, naming a beer. <laughs> it's fucking beer, in it? I don't think Heineken <laughs> would like that. Yeah. So, Botface Amber is Humperdinck's Brewing Company. We're going to need a bigger cucumber, is uh, Columbia Craft Brewing. And Ryan and the Gosling is Evil Twin Brewing, which uh, you probably would have picked up in the shop somewhere. Yeah, I've had that. Yep. I, I steamrolled Steve Crosby in the corner, not letting the, the bell ring because I know he's a big bastard. <laughs> and don't do much to him. It's a seven. You gave him a little bit of a dinger, but nothing too serious. Yeah, he's still got his pads on. That's my excuse. <laughs> So round two, which country consumes the most beer per person in the world? Ooh. Is it Australia, the Czech Republic, Germany, or Belgium? Oh, that is tricky. Considering Germany and Belgium are like the home of beers. Yeah. And Aussies are renowned pissheads, but don't make very good beers apart from BB. Yeah. This is per person as well. I don't know if that factors into it. Yeah. So you can have a lot of people in the country, so it's, it doesn't really count. So Yeah, Germans, I don't know, there's some hefty Germans out there. That's <laughs> it's all I'm saying. Celebrating Oktoberfest at this point in time. Yeah. Um, I want to say Germany, but I also want to say the Aussies, because fucking Aussie, Aussie, oi, Aussie, oi, oi, oi. I'm going to go with the Aussies. It's probably the Germans, but I'm going to go with the Aussies. Well, the Aussies... Oh, Czech Republic. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, fair play. 143 litres per year per person, apparently. Pussies. 
Sidney Crosby, not liking my sneak attack, uh, just come at me full on with his hockey stick in hand. Pussy. He's got a two. <laughs> the, the, so what's worrying me is I just did a quick bit of mental math. So that works out basically about 300 big bottles of beer a year. I've yeah. definitely done more than that. It's, yeah, it's not it's quite not October. Per person, though, so it's... Um... Yeah, I know, I know you average out, but... And the final round. What is the biggest selling beer in the world? Oh, God. Okay, so this is going by a hectolitres, which is equal to 100 litres. Is it Snow, Skull, Sing Sao, or Cause Light? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so Snow, Skull, Sing Sao, or Cause Light? So Skull... It's... Isn't Skull like the super strength pisshead one? Um, I remember seeing it years ago. It was a Hag of the Horror. I don't know if that's the same one. Okay. So I've never heard of Snow, which almost means it's going to be that. But Singtail's really good, and there's a billion Chinese. Mm. But Cause. Oy. Okay. Oh, this is really tough. It's probably Bud, Budweiser's not there. Budweiser was number two on the list. It truly is the king of beers, apparently. Well, the crown prince of beers, apparently, if it's second. Um, I want to say Singtel, but Americans, so I'm going to go with Coors. With Coors. Incorrect Coors is actually the 10th biggest selling. There's no actual stats on its hectolitre consumption. Uh, Skull. Fifth best-selling. It's a Brazilian beer with 35.1 million hectolitres. Sing Sao, third best-selling. It's a Chinese beer, like you said, 49 million hectolitres. Sing Sao is also the nicest on that list. Snow, number one Chinese beer in the world ever. Uh, it's not sold outside of China. 101.2 million hectolitres is drunk per I told year. told you there's a billion of them, of course. <laughs> but it's that and Sing Sao at the same time. It's like, yeah, they, they drink a lot out there. But there's a lot of them, so yeah, there is a lot of them. See, so I, I fucking called it was going to be snow because it's the one I haven't heard of. I should have gone with my instinct. Yep. So Sidney Crosby gets the advantage in this round. He's still got his hockey stick. He raises it up, swings it down, and knocks me out on the floor. Not completely, Damn. but he gets a nine. He's Paul Daly. You're da- you're dazed, <laughs> but you're not quite out. And I, I'm tapping on the floor. Uh, but Sidney Crosby has one on points. And with that, tonight's fight's come to an end. Have a quick ad break and we can wrap this mother up. Once again, thank you to everybody who gave us some input this week for the wheel of people we'd like to have a bare knuckle, no holds barred matchup with. Next week on the show, no clue what's going on. Not recorded it yet. Not even got a plan. It's going to be great. Tune in for that. Uh, in the meantime, here's an advert for Abby Stabby. She's great. Abby, do you want to get your plugs in? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do. It's Abby Stabby here. What? Do you want me to? Do you want me to? No, you carry on. Go for it. Okay. Plugs. Yes. Not going to speak anymore. Plugs. <laughs> Sick. Yeah. Yes, your pal Abby Stabby here, the local starving artist, uh, rinsed by the tax man. If you'd like to help me get out of my my tax hole, um, please watch me on Twitch over at Abby Stabby Art. Buy some artwork over at Abby Stabby Art on Facebook or Abby Stabby on Instagram. Uh, Valentine's Day is coming slash has passed. Um, buy some forgiveness gifts for your other half if you screwed it up. Yeah, G- please. Money now. <laughs> me sick. <laughs> I hate you when you do that. <laughs> so you lost. Well, you lost. No, but you, you lost. You're in charge of me. You, you're guiding my actions. <laughs> well, the clone yeah. of me lost. I probably was stumped into the fucking floor. <laughs> but it is a free one, drubbing. Damn it. Um, uh, you now have... Only Sarah Vandella to play with on your team. As That's your it. Stephen Fry, Ali Wong, and uh, myself get flushed out the window. I mean, if I had to pick one to keep, though. 
<laughs> she is. But you've added to your, your crew, John Hamm, Nigel Farage, and Sidney Crosby. Oh, God. You have the greatest ship in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you do this because you hate me, don't you? I, I gave you special subjects. Metallica, porn, and beer. <laughs> I know, and they're the ones I did the worst on. <laughs> Usually at this point in time, I'd ask you to um, choose a song to play us out as a victory. Um, punish yourself. What's the name of the song that's on the Yakuza? Don't I can't remember because it's Japanese, so it doesn't make perfect sense. It's something like the rhythm of life or rhythm of love, something like that. It's from Yakuza Five. Just put Yakuza Five, and I'm not humming it either. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Tell me this isn't catchy as balls. I can act. I, I, envision the dance moves <laughs> my fingers are pressing the buttons on that rhythm game too much time spent on this bastard <laughs> so your ship carries on its journey with its new crew members Stephen Fry, Ali Wong and myself just floating behind it frozen Sorry, guys. you better hope Sarah Vandella likes you <laughs> well I'm going to be honest I'm going to get cut by John Hamm and I that's very true. <laughs> Not a chance I get a look in with that fucking whole pirate rope about. <laughs> and with that, another episode comes to an end. As always, visit my website, totalcultzone.com, for all things pod-related, the social medias, and my Patreon, which is all my number of freebies on it to look at. While you're there, though, give us a quid or two. Please. Give him uh, money. Yeah, hello at com for grundle picks and hate mail, as always. And uh, rate and review the show, you cunts. I don't know if he does any good, but it warms my cockles. And with the rising energy costs in the country, I'm going to fucking need it. <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye. Bye. Also, best song to play out on ever. 